What's going on, guys? Who is Tunde here? Welcome to another episode of Afrobeats Weekly, your podcast about African music on the continent and the diaspora. Another crazy week has passed on the streets of Lagos. We are paying for cash. <laughs> so the prayer is we should be praying for more cash in your pockets this week and more fuel in your cars and kegs because my daily prayer is away with that. <laughs> Despite all the madness, we are here again, you know. Thank you for pressing play this week. Really appreciate it. But before we get into today's episode, as usual, we need you guys to please rate and review the podcast. Engage with us. It helps us grow. helps us get noticed. So as you're listening from your favorite app right now, just leave that five-star rating and comments. Really appreciate that. On today's episode of Afrobeats Weekly, we will be discussing the ongoing debate on T.G. Omori and video music directors collecting royalties from videos they shot. (laughs) We've also got that new Fields EP on deck for review purposes. And as usual, we've got new songs, Spotlight of the Week, The Turntable Chairs, Eliminate, and all that other good stuff. What's going on, my G? What up, what up, what up, man? How you doing, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to stop asking how you doing. So I'm just, I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll tell you when the change comes. <laughs> yeah. Once the change is here, we'll just be like, you know what? This week, we didn't buy cash. This week, yeah. we didn't also fulfill. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah, so the day went real. Yeah. But for now, same old, same old. Same old, same old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem, yeah. no problem. All Anyways, right. we've got fan mail this week. And it yeah. kind of like fits perfectly into today's topic. Um, Okwe from ABJ and he says good day Afrobeats pod family this is Okwe Mail from Abuja I have been a fervent listener of your show for a while now and I've enjoyed listening please keep up the good work my question today is concerning the recent tweet by video director T.G. Omori about including a 10% royalty fee on all videos directed by him what is your take on this issue I personally believe he is right to request for such, but he should change his percentage according to the fame of the artist. So actually, we, we have thoughts on this, which we'll <laughs> yeah, which we'll get right, to. Okay. Right. So let's just chill, chill with us a bit. Chill with us okay. a bit. We'll get there. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, let's kick off the week um, news with some very tragic story. Um, South African rapper AK was shot and killed in Durban on Friday. Um, he was shot dead along with his bodyguard at a popular night spot in Florida, Road Durban. Um, in the official statement, the family expressed their extreme sadness at the loss of their son. Very, very crazy stuff. Rest in peace, AK. Our thoughts and prayers to the family, man. Yeah, man. That was, it was, yeah. Really sad news. Um, everybody knows, like, AK has been like one of the top South African rappers for for a minute yeah, yeah, yeah. and a whole lot of collabs with, you know, Nigerian artists as well. So yeah, so it's a it's a big loss for the continent and South Africa. So yeah. yeah. RIP to him. Yeah, thoughts and prayers, man, once again. Yeah, so moving on to uh next news, it's our weekly sightings. Our weekly temp sightings. <laughs> I'm sure by now you know she's added, you know, Grammy Award winner to her name. She won the award for one year. She won the award for the performance on uh, Future's Wait for You, where she featured alongside Drake, 
the song goes um the song won for best melodic rap performance categories at the grammy so another week another god of terms doing wonders man <laughs> wonderful too wonderful yeah, so, yes too wonderful so from terms to rema Calm down, the song that keeps on giving. This time it has given Rema a platinum plaque. It has also surpassed over a billion streams across all platforms while also becoming the most watched Nigerian video on YouTube after it smashed the previous record held by CK's Law, Wanting Thing. So, calm down, bigger than we expected, and it just keeps getting bigger. Like, I'm telling you, like, it, it's so random, but yeah. <laughs> it's so random that Calm Down is a song, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. like I said, um, it's, it's good. It's, 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 the song is big, but at the same time, it's low-key. I think they're just breaking records. I don't even have to explain it, but it's just a huge song now, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's a very huge song, yeah. So, yeah, the Sound City MVP Awards went down yesterday, and by yesterday, we, may, we mean Saturday, February 11, 2023. So, let's quickly give you a run-through of the winners yeah, nothing too controversial. Best new artist, we have Ruga. African Artist of the Year, we have Burner Boy. Best collaboration, Fields and Buju with Finesse. Best hip hop, we have Kweku the Traveler, Black Sheriff from Ghana. Listener's Choice, Oxlade Kulosa. Um, what else we got? What else we got? Digital Artist, Rema, African DJ of the Year, DJ Maf- Mafurisa. MVP, Mail. Shake, no surprises there. Female MVP, Thames, no surprises there. African mm-hmm. producer of the year, we have Magic Sticks, of course, no surprises. Mm-hmm. Best group or duo, Hustlers, Best Pop, Fireboy, Peru, Remix with Sharon, Song of the Year, Buga. Again, no surprises. Video of the year, Fireboy, Ashake, Bandana. And I think that's about it. I didn't watch it, but I saw the tweets going around. I love, you know, winners were not there, so... Let's do better. Sound City is ours. You know, support these guys. You know, it's just they put up all these awards. And you guys just... <laughs> yeah, so, and, and another, I don't know if I saw another tweet that, you know, uh, that was making rounds. It's not like another tweet because I actually watched, actually watched part of the award show. And your yeah. boy was, your boy was performing and let's just say, <laughs> let's just say the they ate him up online. <laughs> they ate him up online. That's right. So, you know, He'll get there. Let's 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 give him let's give him time. Let's give him time. We're talking about chill vibes, by the way. So yeah. I know, I know, I know. Let's give him time. Let's give him time. He'll get there. But I just, you know, I just living the trenches now. You guys should chill now. Come on. Give us time now. We'll get that performance game right. Oh my goodness, my goodness. Get that performance game right. Anyways, guys, let's move into today's main topic. And it's basically T.G. Omori versus the artists. So let's take you back a bit to the origin of the story. <laughs> and the origin of the story goes thus. <laughs> TG, I, th- I think T.G. Omori just woke up one morning and sent a tweet out. And the tweet reads, let me read the tweet. It said, in due time, music video directors will be getting at least 10% royalties from streaming income from every music video directed for the mor- for their moral contribution to the visuals. With this, I can successfully buy my dream island and private jets. So obviously, reactions from left and right, and most people calling him selfish, you know, especially given the fact that he claims he charges $50,000 for a video. <laughs> so if you don't know who T.J. Omori is, I think he's the hottest director in Afrobeats right now. Um, if you watch your Nigerian music stations, for every 10 videos played, 
I see at least five of those videos were directed by TJ Omori. Don't quote me, he's just my Sunday statistic bureau. <laughs> Anyways, but you get the picture, Shai. He's very high in demand. So, um, on this issue of video directors collecting royalties, I just come out and say, I am not in support. Um, I know music videos can, you know, add to you liking a song, contributing to the success of a song, and even the artist, case in point, what the guy has done with Ashake and, you know, what they're doing right now with their visuals. But my thing is, where do you draw the line? I feel like the artist just gets to lose. Like the record label is taking, the manager is taking, the producer is taking. Now the video director wants share of royalties for something he doesn't even have like any investments in. It's already hard for this artist, you know. So I think a way we can go about it is the director should just charge his fee, however exorbitant he wants to make it. But to come and demand for like 10% of performance royalties for video streaming, I think it's totally unfair. If you want 10% royalties, do something like maybe shoot the video for free or charge 1K instead of 10K and be like, okay, we can work royalties off. But to me, I think this just reads like someone who's at the top of his game right now and has like monopoly on business and just wants to keep on taking and taking. <laughs> I don't know what you think. Um, so, uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so... Let me just kind of break down exactly what I think um, so I can make it like, you know, non-controversial. One, it like you like you did mention, it doesn't make sense. Why? Because I'm shooting a video, right? And once I shoot the video, it, it, it has nothing like once the video is being shot. So once it goes on a music platform or a video platform or YouTube, yeah. The artist is not making money off that visual. Yep. So you're not contributing for the artist. And after you shut the video, you're not contributing anything. It's just visuals. Sure. Nobody's paying for it. So you demanding royalties means that, oh, look, if YouTube was, let's say YouTube was giving the client, you know, the artist money, you can then say, okay, because YouTube is giving you money for every time your video is being shown on YouTube or someone watches your video, then okay maybe i can serve i can you know be taking 10 percent off of that that i don't know if people get that much money off youtube views i don't know i mean depends on the view exactly i don't know if artists themselves get like that much money off youtube views but if you say that so if artists are getting money off youtube views then the then video director can say okay you know what i want 10 percent of that that's fine but performing royalties like the actual songs like on platforms like you know apple music streaming streaming services spot spotify and all that the video director has nothing to do with that because that falls to producers that royalties producers royalties for songwriters that's where they they're supposed to get their own money so yeah unless that's like i said unless they're getting money off of youtube for views then the video directors have a say in that. If not, I don't think it makes sense because how else, like where else are they supposed to be getting the money from? Like you want then, so the person goes to perform a song um, on stage where your video has nothing to do with it and you now want 10% off of that. 
nah that doesn't make sense exactly even at the whole youtube thing even if it was like just restricted to youtube alone i still don't think they have the right because it's not like they are you know like in terms of like when music comes out people are constantly buying like okay you like this music and buy one dollar you like this music and buy two dollars or whatever the amount is or as the stream goes on or as somebody comes and remixes your songs and takes your ip and stuff like that but for videos it doesn't really work like that so where, where, where does it end the makeup no, artist will come and say oh put my face on the video into our own realities the dancer will come and say why well, dance in this video Pokoli will just wake up one day and say if i dance in your video because i'm making your video appealing you're going to give me five percent of the royalty so i don't think it yeah. makes sense I, exactly. I think it's just a it was bored and it's just like a, oh i feel like i'm the man there's nobody's touching me so this is how i want to do it i want to set one precedent that i'm just bringing out of heaven that i want 10 percent that's how it reached to me I don't know what you guys think. If you guys have any different opinion, let us know. But for me and my family, you say no, it's a network. It's a network. It's a TGM worry. I understand what he's trying to do. I like I get it, but it just doesn't work that way, man. It just doesn't work yeah. that way. Like you said, you mentioned it like real good. Like, where does it end? Like, because exactly if a music director you know states that okay you know the, you know i want this then dancers can want that um you know yeah. whoever whoever you know design his clothes will want something as well as fashion designer yeah. wants something. everybody just keeps wanting something because if they're me making money off of it continuously then they decide their own they want their own um, yeah. cut of the pie so like i said it makes sense, you know, he should just charge the money he wants to charge for them up front, collect your money to the bank and just move on. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with working, how they say it, like working and getting paid once and just moving on. Not everything is, oh, you have to buy IP in this, you have to buy royalty in that, you have to, like, work, get paid, move on to the next thing, work, get paid, move on to the next thing. People earn money like that, so it's not everything that is... Oh, IP driven or royalty driven or you are buying something and expecting it to blow up in the next five years. Anyways, let's know what you guys think. As, that's our thought on this. Let's move on to the songs and albums we have. Let's just tackle the buzzing song. <laughs> let's just get <laughs> out of the way. Stability <laughs> by Irasta. This one divided music listeners. Some people liked it. Some people don't. I fall under the don't category. <laughs> it's Yo. a nice club banger, you know, like they went with the nostalgia, Willow and all that stuff. But I just know, I mean, know where their target audience. And I'm not even saying it because of the lyrics or anything or the way I I, I just didn't like it. That, that's just me, man. I don't know. How about you? Yo, like, I mean, I'm not the target audience, but I understand what they're trying to do. Um, I can appreciate it for what it is. It's, it's not for me. But, you know, like I said, like, I'm not a target audience and it has, has nothing to do with me. Um, whoever's going to enjoy is going to enjoy it. Um, but yeah, it's not for me. Yeah, I think it's already number one on Apple Music. But I think my, my biggest takeaway from this is how, you know, let's, for the, let's use the hip hop or dumbing down her sound, which I don't even think is a bad thing. I don't know why people are bashing her for it. I think artists should be allowed to, you know, express themselves however and experiment. If you want to use Tungba Tungba lyrics, use it. And I think Ayasta is still kind of fresh. 
and she has, she's shown that she can give us like you know songs with lyrics and stuff so i don't think there's any problem with oh she's singing kagawa and rhyming it with kakawa and all that stuff <laughs> but yeah she's the song is okay for what it is like you said club banger people are going to dance to it you know the maven team is going to get behind it's probably going to get number one everywhere but I, I just don't like it. It's, that has nothing to do with the lyrics or anything. It's just not my jam. I mean, it's, it's a jam for a lot of people. And we see it gets into number one. Yeah. yeah, sometimes, you know, you just want a fun song. And I think this is a fun song yeah. for her. Like, it's not like she's, it's not like she's 42. Like, she's not, she's not like an old person. So, yeah. like, she can't have, like, fun. Like, she's a pretty young person. So, you know, if she wants to have a nice, fun song, let, give, let her enjoy her time. Like... Uh, so sure, I don't. Sure. I'm not exactly. I'm not on the point that oh no, she's dumbing down her lyrics. I mean, it's just maybe just a fun song that she you know she was feeling. She wanted to express herself this way, and yeah, so whoever is gonna vibe to the song is gonna vibe to the song. But I am I am my household and I'll vibe into the song. <laughs> <laughs> Same here, man. But yeah, fire song stability by Ira Star. Let's move on to Currency by Young John. Young John and Alamide, they're linking up on this one again. This one is produced by Killer Tunes. I'm kind of growing to like it, you know, the more I listen to it. And I still have my reservations about Olamide for an Olamide episode. But yeah, that's about it. Nice jam. Currency <laughs> by Young John and Olamide. Okay, so first of all, this is my, this is my, this is my top Olamide song so far. You know, Olamide has been around that I've not really been feeling his features. But yes, yeah, yeah. he came with a feature on this one, that verse... Uh, some nice bars on this one that I, I really did enjoy. So, yes, I really do enjoy this song. It's on my playlist. Currency, Young John, Lamide. Dope song. Yes, sir. Let's move on to another one. We listened to Chandam Babylon by Jesse Jags. Um, it wasn't what I was expecting. This is no. that, you know, <laughs> introspective, political consciousness jazz. But as I think the as his first official single after a long time off. I don't know if this was it for me. So maybe that's what just threw me off a bit. But if you know Jesse Jags, he's kind of like in his in his element. I tells him to sing this kind of song, but I don't know. I don't know. Oh, Babylon. <laughs> you said you said the same thing, man. Like normally, like even his, you know, political or whatever songs, at least the melody, something about the song was still yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh my god, it's so musical and it's so still nice. But yeah, this one was just not, it just didn't hit, it just didn't connect with me at all. So, yeah, something, was, something was off, yeah. I don't, I yeah, don't know, I, I don't know what was off, but <laughs> something was missing in this song. I don't know, like, I, so, yeah. I, I knew it was missing in the song. I just, it, it wasn't just, it just wasn't catchy enough. Like, you know, like the, the formula wasn't, wasn't in it as much as I thought it should yeah, be. So, yeah. I, I think so too. I think so too. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to another song. This one, when you see the title, you're going to be like, ah, what's going on here? <laughs> Show Me The Way by Cross Santino featuring Pokoli. Somehow, this works for me. I like the way they use Pokoli on this one. You know, the beat switch where Pokoli came in and was just chanting like a DJ Khaled. When I first saw it, I thought I was going to rap or sing, and I'm like, okay, I don't know what to expect here, but somehow this works. It's called Show Me The Way by Cross Santino and Pokoli. Very nice jam, if you ask me, man. This is the best song that came out the week, hands down. Yeah. Because first of all, first of all, you take a look at the album art, the single arts. It's hilarious. Yeah. 
it's like a throwback on like um hot boys is hella funny um and yeah the song is like a what do you call it like dance beats or what do you call it like a rave rave music but at the same time yeah i think rave music yeah exactly. at the same time it still works like i love the i love the poker lead jump in in the middle i love how the female vocalist comes up in the end as well like so song is mad catchy yo i, I can't complain about this yeah, I can't complain either, man. Show Me The Way by Cross Santino featuring Pocoli. I want to say banger to us. So listen up, listen up to the songs. Let's know what you guys think, man. Let's know what you guys think. So let's move on from songs to new albums. And this week, we finally have a new project to review. It feels feel good EP, like it says. I watched this um, interview on Breakfast Club. Very interesting interview. If you guys haven't seen it, go check it out. So I think feels good. Let me see. Like the title suggests, it's a feel good album. <laughs> you know, eight songs, twenty one minutes, two features, and there are songs you've heard before. Um, Finesse and with Buju and Chrissy with Davido. I really enjoyed this EP. You know, coming from his first EP, Hear Me Out. This one is showing more growth in terms of artistry for him. I think it's more comfortable, especially with singing. Um, yeah. This EP has something for everybody, slow songs, fast songs, club songs, and it feels more like an artist first EP than a producer first EP. I don't know if that makes sense. Like it feels like, oh, I'm an artist. Let me tackle this from an artist point of view. Yeah. Um, I can't get enough of, I think, Pablo Escobar and Ewele. Ewele, those are my favorite songs on the project. All in all, solid project from top to bottom. I totally enjoyed this one, man. I totally enjoyed it. Yeah, you, you hit, hit the nail on the head. Um, this is exactly what you expect from someone who understands production. So first of all, it's clean. Yeah. All the production is clean from from track one to track eight. Like there's no skips in in terms of production, and in terms of like actual st- strong writing and structuring of the songs, this is it as well. Like so, it feels like a someone who has been in the game for so long and has worked with so much so many artists who understands what exactly it is to make good songs and he didn't miss at all so like feels like summer feels like a song that david o would have performed or a song that you would have given to fino and so he's an element on that bowling is my favorite song for sure like it's just it's nice it's clean um, electricity and finance, of course, those are bangers. Um, I mean, like, I mean, that's my personal favorite song on the album, so yeah, mm, I like that one, yeah, man. Like, this is this is this is dope from head to toe, so <laughs> feels you got one, yep, yep, feels good by feels. You guys should check it out. We totally recommend it's going to be one of the best projects out this year, if we do say so, on Afrobeats Weekly. So let's move from the new album to our spotlight of the week. And spotlight of the week this week is a rapper named Zino or Zino, Z-Y-N-O. I think this is his first entrance into the music industry because I didn't find any profile on him. I checked and checked. I didn't even see any song on like, this was the only song I saw on um, Apple Music. It's called Ulisa. It's a trap song and they are rapping in Igbo. 
and they sample this Jesus, you love me too much. And the song goes to me, just a bop and it's different. It features Jerick. So that is who I am recommending for you guys on my spotlight of the week this week. Zeno, Zino, whoever you are, you've got a dope rap song out there, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good song. Like, I, especially for the sample that they, you know, the sample that they used. Like, yeah. I know how this song is good. This song is probably going to ring and ring off in the East, like, like hell. Exactly. So, <laughs> it's gonna, literally going to ring off. And definitely, it's going to be something that they're going to, you know, it's going to take off TikTok and Instagram soon. So, true. Yeah. Because of that sample. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, man. It's a, it's, it's a good formula. So, hopefully, it has more in the bank. Yes, sir. Ulisa by Zaino featuring Jerick. So let's move from there to the charts. And this week, it's starting to look like the charts are changing a bit. A lot of yeah, new finally. entries. <laughs> yeah, finally. And at number 10, we have a very huge jump from 92 to number 10. It is one of our favorite songs here. Jolie by Cade. Very mad jam. I'm totally in love with this song. So that makes a very huge jump at number 10, Julie by Kate. New on the charts to Boy Spices for Lake at number 9. Coming down um, to number 8, Extra extra Cool by Young John. Also coming down, One Diamond by The Mavens. Going up, Abracadabra by Rexy, Skibi, and Aramali. Personal is at number 5 by Zenoliski. Coming down, also Rich Like Die at number 4 by Kiss Daniel. Soso Omale at number three, Ashiwaju Ruga at number two, and do you want to guess the number one song? No, man. Please call, call it out. <laughs> yoga, 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 yoga. <laughs> so we have a new number one in Yoga by Ashake. I'm not even surprised. No, it's the uh, you know what? <laughs> Yo, what? You know what? Where is the I stood there about the song, but I guess if everybody likes it, then who am I? Who am I? I my That's it this week. A new number one yoga by Ashake. Next week, let me put it out there. Miami go to my crystal ball. I think I don't know. Let me just say. Ayastar's stability or stability is going to be top five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, top five. Top five. Top five. Yeah, that's my prediction. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. There you have it. So let's get into the fives. So my five this week is Sabi Gale herself. <laughs> I have started just like you know checking out and saying, ah, oh, she, she has actually done very good with herself in terms of like jams that she has given us. So this is my own personal favorites. Um at number five, I have Many Roads. This one is one of my favorites. It's still very fresh. It's of Zinoliski's last album, Great and Lost. I think I start totally killed this feature. If you haven't listened to this song or this album, you should totally get into it. At number four, I have Away. I think this was the first song I heard from her. It was of her um, 2021 EP, if I'm, if I'm correct. But I heard this song and I just knew that she was special. She had the voice, she had the lyrics. So if you are looking for lyrics, go back to her, <laughs> go back to her previous EPs. I got to find it there. 
At number three, I have Bloody Samaritan. Of course, huge song. I got tired of this song at some point. It was an anthem, a banger, every other thing you can say. At number two, I have Rush. This one is still breaking records. Another anthem, another banger, another huge song. Number one, I don't know what this song, you know, what me and this song have in common, but it is Beggy <laughs> Beggy featuring <TK. laughs> This is one of my favorite I Star songs. I love the song. I love the synergy with CK. It was amazing. The lyrics were crazy. Her voice, insane. So, top five I Star songs. If you want lyrics, <laughs> listen to all these songs, man. That's good. That's good. Not a bad list. Not a bad list. Like I said, man, you know, she, she's got stuff in the bank, man. So, you know, yeah. you know, if you want to listen to her for that, like, you know, you know, she has stuff for you. So, yeah. Um, my top five, um, given the fact that, you know, Phil's dropped his EP today, uh, oh, well, this week, yeah, and yeah. it's really dope. So my top five is top five artists from the Alameda Tree. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, pretty simple. And number five is Young John. Um, can't front. Young John gave Alameda mad bangers. YBNL all through the years and he decided to branch out and become an artist and he's killing it in his own right so shout out to young john number five and number four is fireboy um fireboy is a pop star you know kind of kind of yeah, hit yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's, oh, it's clean at that at number three is at number three will be adequately gold um also same thing came in I when see. you know came in when everybody was doing Tumba Tumba uh, Lamide gave him his own lane he stayed on it exactly. and rose to the top as a superstar so that's number that's number three number two is Phil's like I like Phil's. I don't know because to me man Phil's like I feel like Phil's has always been an artist even though he was you know, a producer first. So, because this EP is, this shows like he knows his stuff. So, like I said, he's yeah. good at what he does. He's a good producer and also now a really, really good artist. So, Phil's is my number two. And of course, at number one, you already know the guy who has all his time, you know. With the vibes right now, Mr. Ashake. So that's all I tell. So that's number one. So that's it. Yeah, I see. That's it. Yeah. Lamide tree, man. Yeah, I was thinking about it too. Like when I saw some couple of pictures on Olamide's like Instagram, and I'm like, what you have to do to be an OG sometimes, what people respect you and call you a don and a legend is for you know people to see the your your tree. People that have yeah, come man. out from your label, people that you've helped. And I was, I was just thinking about it, like you said, all these guys that you just mentioned. And sometimes you don't even have to do much as an artist. Like, even if you want to sing, even if you want to rap again, it's totally up to you. But like, your legendary status is forever up there and imprinted, man. The stars. Yeah, so yeah shout out to Lamadeva. Shout out to Lamadeva. Yeah. So that's pretty much right, it. Let's get into our final segment eliminate yeah, yeah. and so let's go let's go i think it's my turn this week isn't it yeah yeah it's your turn this week so the eliminate this week is basically off of fails so it's on fails so you know 
give you some of his production, some of his own songs, um, and we'll see how it goes. Okay? Yeah. Ready? All right. So, first off is um, an Alameda production <laughs> segment. Um, so, Bulunia by Tenny versus Shoki by Lil Kesh. Which one? I like both songs, but uh, I think the impact, you know, Shoki came with like a dance step, had a remix. Was I, if I'm not mistaken, maybe song of the year or almost song of the year that year. So, um, Shoki guess this one, man. Uh, easy, that's easy. All right. Um, next segment, um, his songs, uh, finesse versus electricity. Mm. Mm. So, feel song that I produce myself. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm a little David biased. <laughs> so, I go electricity. I go electricity on this one, man. Electricity. Oh I'm, I'm sorry to all the finesse, I'm sorry to all the finesse guys out there. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. Finesse was the was his jam, like his breakout jam. But okay, okay. David right. stand by me. All right, so let's go on to the Fireboy brackets. Um, Scatter versus Champion, Champion, Champion. Oh, Patsy Scatter. Patsy Scatter. I like, I like that beat, man. I'm not going to lie. I like Champion too, but for some reason it didn't really pop. I don't know. Uh, maybe just me, shall But yeah, Scatter. Scatter for me. I'll go with Scatter. Scatter? Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. You know what? It's not nice. Um, so I definitely go bracket. Um, pick up. Yeah. Versus Jory. I think I'll go with pick up with on this one because you know this was one of those songs that make that define people's careers and I think it was kind of like. Um, I think goes transition, so okay. pick up for me, man. All right, all right, not bad, not bad. Okay, um, so Shaki versus Scatter. We're in the semis now. We're in the uh, semis. <laughs> in the semis, Le- Scatter, I like you, but when Shaki has it, it's easy. <laughs> so little cash comes through. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so now it is electricity versus pickup. Uh, again, there we do. <laughs> like you, but <laughs> it's a fire song. I think it was last year, very dope song, very underrated too. But I'll go with Adikle Gold on this one, man. What? Okay, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We keep my talk to myself. Okay, okay. All right. So final round, final round. You know, did real well. Um, it is Shaki versus Pickup. Yeah, I think Holy Gold. It's been real. You know, you've gone on to you know define your career in in your own terms. Gone on to marry a very pretty lady and see me. You don't born. But see that song, Shoki. <laughs> it was a very defining moment <laughs> in the Nigerian music scene. So I think Shoki, man, hands down for me. But no matter what song came through, Shoki was always going to win. So Shoki, my little cash for me, man. That's my last no doubt, no doubt. song standing. 
Good pick. Good pick. Yeah. So right. there you have it. That's my last song. Standing Shocky for me. And show is like, oh, okay, not too bad. Shocky would have stood out for you, I, I think. Yeah, you made it to the final round. You made it to the very, yeah. made it to the very high. It would have been Shocky versus yeah. uh, Finesse for me, but yeah. Yeah, Shocky was still a one. Okay. All right, guys. There you have it. We've come to another interesting episode. This is the end. At today, last, last. <laughs> so, thank you guys for listening to this episode of Afrobeats Weekly. We hope you enjoyed it. New episode of the podcast drops every Monday. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your pod from. We would also love to hear from you. Use the hashtag Afrobeats Weekly. Please leave us comments, write us suggestions, send new music to fanmail at afrobeatspod.com. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram on AfroBeatsPod. We will catch you in the next episode. Peace out.